Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast. We are the Digital Pen Pals podcast with me, Zach Schertz, and my co-host. Hi, I'm Tux Bodai, or Lincoln, and we also have our second guest here today. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Of course. Hello, everybody. My name is Mitchell. I own and operate Atron Studios. Thank you so much for having me here, Tux and Zach. Yeah, of course. We're really excited. Um, and yeah, just like a little context, um, uh, I, th- I believe it was me that found Mitchell first on TikTok um, under Atron Studios. We'll, we'll link all of your socials down there and, you know, throughout the uh, podcast, we'll, you know, you can shout out where you want people to go check out your stuff. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely have that linked in the description. Um, but yeah, I, I found him on uh, TikTok and his work was amazing and he was doing something totally new. Well, not new, but like something different than most people would. Um, and what kind of art do you do, Mitchell? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, definitely uh, not new, but different. I do pointillism art, which is essentially just a bunch of dots that create a picture. Feel free to Google it. Uh, it's super cool, super interesting, I find. But yeah, it's a super old school form of art that isn't really done as much these days. Yeah, it's it's more of like something that was done a while back as like almost like an art movement but then it seems like you know like things like uh you know impressionism and things like that like some those ideas kind of stayed but like the actual like painting technique was kind of lost like it wasn't really done so much anymore yeah yeah absolutely it definitely um stopped being a thing but it did as you said it actually created it was the beginning of the neo-impressionism movement not to get like super art history on a podcast, but yeah, no, that's um, that's important. Art history is is, is important as well. <laughs> Although I forget everything, like I've already, I've taken two classes on art history and I've forgotten pretty much most of my things. <laughs> but I know thank what pointillism is. For, thank the Lord for Google. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes sir. Well, that's awesome though. Um, so uh, what what even got you started in art? Like what what is your what is your origin story as a art superhero? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I'm honored that you would even think I'm a superhero. Um, <laughs> but uh, I didn't actually receive any actual training or anything like that. I guess you could say I'm self-taught outside of like a few high school art classes. Um, and I actually never intended to be an artist with my life, which I think is actually a pretty cool thing for people to hear. I feel like a lot of people have that childhood dream of wanting to be an artist and going for it and running for it mm-hmm. uh, their whole lives. And for me, it was always just uh, something I was passionate about, something that was a hobby, but I never really knew that you could take something like art and create a living out of it, that it could become something in your life. So I actually went to acting school many years ago and uh, that didn't really work out. It was kind of a temporary dream I had. I moved to Vancouver to so the big city and started pursuing that. And I was working full time as a lifeguard, actually, and started painting just as a side hobby and started posting pictures of it on the Internet. And from there, I I kind of did everything. I feel like um, my story is very interesting in that I've done pretty much a little bit of everything that someone could do as an artist pursuing income through it. Everything from art shows to coffee shops to like music festivals to events to private commissions, everything. And it just slowly um, came up to where last June I was able to quit my full-time job and pursue art full-time and make 
a full-time income doing what I love, which is that is so inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's um, it's a crazy story, and it's definitely been a long time in the making. You know, eight years later, I was actually able to pursue it full time, but it's been it's been an interesting one, that's for sure. Now, here's here's a question: When you first started painting, were you doing pointillism, or, or or was that what got you into pointillism, or was it something else? Yeah, yeah. When I started it as a hobby, I in high school, we had to do like a project on some sort of art movement, some sort of art style. And I was given pointillism actually. And I wanted, I was like, oh, cool. I wonder what it looks like today. And I Googled it and I could not find anything. I could only find the old paintings by George Sorrell, the famous painter who created pointillism. And so I was like, hmm, I wonder if it's different seeing as how much has changed supply wise, the paints, everything. I was really curious what it would look like with today's day and age and so i started doing it and thus a dot monster was born <laughs> dot monster i love that hey well at least your art's on point right sorry i had to get I had to get a pointillism joke in there at least once right thank you you know i don't hear them often <laughs> enough so i'm actually kind of grateful for it <laughs> oh that's good yeah like honestly even throughout you know when i went to school for art i you know we learned about pointillism and and other such movements like that but like you know, you never really see it too much. I think there was maybe like one other, a couple other people that maybe I'd seen like more recently had done like art pieces like that, but that wasn't like their primary like thing that they did. Right. And, mm -hmm. um, I've seen some hobbyists get into it, but like for you, it's, it's kind of like your, your thing, right? Like how, I mean, is it like connected to you, I guess, in a way is it, like, how does it, how does it feel being associated with like pointillism? At this point, it definitely feels connected. Um, me and pointillism are one, I guess you could say. Um, <laughs> Your thoughts yeah, are on pointillism. Exactly. After eight years of putting tiny little dots on massive canvases, trying to finish a painting, um, it's definitely turned into a passion. It has my heart. It has my soul. And like, not to get super artsy, but hey, we're artists, so we can get super. It's an artsy, art podcast. Right? I think we're. Okay. This is the podcast to get artsy on. Yeah, okay. I think we have some sort of like certificate that we can give you that gives you like a art pass to just nerd out over about art. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not dark orange; it's a burnt rusty amber. You know? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you, you can't. You can't just say a color. Okay, but mm -hmm. so to get super artsy, I love pointillism in that. From far away, you see a beautiful image. You see um, a picture that tells a story that has all of the good things a good painting has. But then up close, it gives you permission to get lost in the details, to get sucked into a tiny pinpoint and see 15 colors in a one centimeter radius. And yeah, like it's, it's just my passion. It's my love. It's absolutely amazing. It's crazy what you can do with a single dot you can create something that tells a story and impacts people in such a unique and personal way that's awesome uh yeah i totally agree like you know the artsy the artsy fartsy way of, of saying things you know like how yes. you know you can you can really look into you know the different colors and 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 values uh you know the lightness or darkness of of a color and just all of those things start to really add up because i mean uh you know you can both you know decide to mix color physically like with the paint you know you could mix you know red and or yellow and blue and make green or you could make that color vice versa as, as i've learned with pointillism in school you know you you optically mix uh with your eyes the viewer and so you could actually just put you know those similar colors next to each other and from far away they start to mix together and create you know those colors i mean correct me if i'm wrong but 
um, I think that's that variety is kind of interesting with pointillism. Yeah, no, that it, you uh, hit the dot on the head. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> there I it is. Give one back, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's 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 great. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so here's a here's a question I have for any so as someone who's basically been doing this, you said you've been doing this pretty much full time for eight years, right? Uh, it started as like a part time passionate hobby, but eight years into the process, I'd say seven years in, I was able to become a full time committed artist. Yeah. So what what advice would you give someone who who kind of has that as their dream or or they're trying to work towards that? What advice would you give to our, our young and budding and aspiring artists out there that are that are working towards the dream man isn't that just like the eternal question <laughs> it is <laughs> you can spend all. as much time as you want answering this <laughs> that's like this... philosophers are still trying to figure that out I think. <laughs> <laughs> how do i become a full-time artist um yeah i'd say i have a few pieces of advice to give to people um i can only speak from my own personal experience obviously um i'm not some great theologian who knows everything but in my personal experience uh it has to come down to your why i think why is that your goal and why is that something you want to achieve and i think if you boil that down even further it to me it's all about passion and your drive and your motivation like what mo what is motivating you to put eight years of work into something to achieve uh, a somewhat decent goal um <laughs> sure it's like a, a life goal and a dream to be able to do art full time but like we've said it takes time and it takes energy and it takes passion you know you guys uh, haven't gotten to where you are just by casually doing this you know you've you've put your heart and your soul and you put hours into it that definitely take a bit of time i mean i'm assuming right you guys didn't yeah, a little bit successful. of time yeah yeah we don't have i have a time. i have Let's like an ai that. that does everything for me i got a robot that does everything for me perfect okay well that's step two is to buy a robot <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i'd say essentially it all to me boils down to what's your motivation behind it what's your um what's your passion that's pushing you forward to me it's uh my love to create and my love to tell stories and to uh, create something that I'm so emotionally connected with in the hopes that someone else will be emotionally connected to it in some way as well. And to encourage other people, I think TikTok in of itself, you know, it's kind of where we all met has really shown me the, um, the heart and the passion to teach other people about art and to share your story and the value that a story has and to really the way it impacts people to say, hi, this is me and, and this is my story and this is why I'm doing what I'm doing is something so beneficial to hear as an artist. Yeah, definitely. I, I totally agree with that um, since like we're all on TikTok, we're all TikTokers or whatever the kids are calling us these days. But um, yeah, it, you know, no matter your size on TikTok or whatever, it's it, it comes to the point where when you're doing it in you're trying to share information or stories or you know whatever it may, may be on TikTok. Um, you're sharing yourself and especially with the I really like the short form con um, content on there and how it really pushes people I mean just like Vine did it kind of like reimagined the idea of what it meant to make a video and it didn't have to be this long convoluted like video full of information that was just like a lot for people to watch right 
and mm-hmm. now it started to tr- transition to like hey like you can do a lot lo- a lot more with a lot less and so you know in 15 seconds or a minute you you only have that amount of time to to send a message in each TikTok. And um, I think that's been like something really eye-opening for me is to to see the power that that has, especially sometimes the shorter the TikTok, the more impactful it is. And um, I think that's that's been a big key takeaway for me from that. Um, but for you, like, I, I was curious also, like, uh, you know, in your advice to artists starting out, you, you, you usually talk about how like, you know, when you start doing something, uh, you start it because you're like passionate about it or it's just like a hobby. Um, and I feel like most of us are there where we're doing things like as a hobby. Some of us um, are just thinking about going to school for it or we're thinking about doing self-taught route, whatever we're doing. Um, do you think there's some sort of um, like stair step to everything, like the way you progress to become full time? Um I don't know if that makes sense. Like, you know, we start off hobby, then we start to realize, oh, this might be a job or I don't know if that makes sense. But is there some sort of like chronological way that you kind of experience to achieve full time artist? Um, I'd say for me, there was Uh, I definitely don't think for everyone there's a stair step. I think that's like the beautiful thing about becoming an artist is that there is not a A to B route to become a full time artist. Um, I, I'm act, I would actually be really curious as to like what percent of full-time artists went to art school because oh yeah that would be that would be very interesting to me maybe I'll Google that after this <laughs> but for me it definitely felt very staircasey obviously heading in that route um, so like it literally went from posting a picture on my normal Instagram saying hey I painted this hand out of dots to reaching out to a coffee shop saying hey could i hang my paintings in your business for free decorations and then maybe i'll sell one or two to con to being contacted by an art show saying hey we're having a weekend long event do you want a booth to uh creating my own art events to being in an art gallery to then having enough of a following and having enough commission work to be able to pursue it full time. So for me, there was definitely a step by step. And I think there always is like a, okay, I'm here as an artist, where is the next step I can take that makes sense? I think that's always there, but I don't think it's mandatory. Right. And I, I really love that, though. I think that's a that's a huge inspiration, especially for me and like for other people out there who, who may be self taught or may, may be pushing for that. Um, I love the thing you're you're saying about what you're passionate about. And I've, I've found that in my, I guess my art medium is, is making my enamel pins. Um, it's, I, I'm just in love with the process of going from the sketch to the, the digital art, to the mock-ups from the factory, to seeing it in person, to designing everything. And, you know, sometimes when you're starting out doing like some sort of art business, it could be kind of discouraging because the numbers could be low and you're still starting out. But hearing hearing your story has really encouraged me personally and i'm i'm sure it's going to encourage many others who listen to this um because i'm kind of experiencing that kind of stair step thing with my pins as well um a, a few of my first designs were for like a local game store and then now i have a recent design coming out for a kind of higher profile client that i can't talk about but <laughs> it's really exciting and it it I, I wasn't sure if i'm going in the right direction but i i just love to hear that from you and i love that every artist has a different story too. And I love that that's one thing we get to explore here on the podcast. 
And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think what you guys are doing is great. Showing, like, sharing your guys' story and sharing how you guys are going where you're going, and the fact that you're, like, yeah, no, there's still steps I need to take, and I think there's always steps to take. Um, but like you're saying, it goes back to like you were talking about where the views might not necessarily be there at the beginning, or the orders aren't there. You know, if your if your end goal, if your highest motivation is to get views or to make money, uh, I seriously doubt you'll be able to get as far as you want to go to yeah. achieve your goal. And I think that's where the passion and the drive comes in. Is no, I want to make something beautiful. I want to love my process. I want to be so like enamored and obsessed with what I'm doing that the number of people that are watching what I'm doing is like an after effect. Yeah. It just like, doesn't matter what others think you want to be your own biggest fan of your art. hundred percent. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. And especially like we were talking about with Zach, with TikTok, how I feel like so much is exposed in just like even to use the word exposed as like such a hot topic word mm -hmm. of but literally every part of your business is being shown to the world you know you're like your tux you're showing the sketching of your pin to the making of this pin to to talking about questions about your manufacturer or the different glosses and stuff like that so if you're not passionate but you're also showing 99 percent of your process to the world through social media I think people really notice that. And I think that's where those steps to success come from is people can see it because it is so exposed in today's day and age. Yeah. yeah and TikTok's just great. It just shoves content in people's faces. I think it is one of the best social media platforms just because of how just like almost like raw it feels, right? I don't know if that's the right term to use, but like I feel like I, I open up my For You page and I'm seeing all sorts of small businesses and all sorts of people to to support and it's it's like you were saying it just it it feels very genuine like when i first discovered your account you were actually the very first person that i've seen actually do pointillism ever like i i had not heard of pointillism before zach mentioned it to me one day at work and he's like he makes art out of dots and i was like i was expecting like big blobs and i'm like okay interesting and then i looked at it, i'm like this is beautiful what the heck and uh, then just seeing you. seeing your videos and seeing you just genuinely happy about everything. It just feels like real and there and genuine. And I feel like that's so much more effective than a traditional marketing strategy when you're trying to make things look flashy and official and professional and all that, that stuff. Well, hey, thank you so much. That warms my heart so much. <laughs> <laughs> but, but be a hundred percent people, you know, if you're like scrolling on your for you page, you're faced with at least like 20 small businesses in under five minutes and you're able to compare and contrast so quickly um especially on tiktok <laughs> compared to anywhere else and you i think people with sincerity and passion stick out in the best way possible oh yeah 100 oh, yeah. percent. yeah I think... yeah i've seen oh go for a sec <laughs> uh, like so kind of relating to all this like yeah i've like seen um like like you said the the person behind the camera and their emotions are sometimes more important than what they sell or are trying to like, you know, cause obviously we all need money to, you know, survive in the world. Right. But you know, we're, we're really trying to follow our passions as well, you know, and, and that's something I've, I've thought a lot about too, is like, you know, like, yeah, I want to make, you know, be able to, you know, pay the bills and, and be able to make this full time because I want to devote all my time to it and not just some of it. And so that becomes the problem where it's like, you know, 
I'm not just trying to sell this just to make money, but eventually the the, the end game is to be able to do it full time and, and be passionate all the time and not just like half the time, essentially. And so I think TikTok, too, it's so important because, um, you know, some I feel like a lot of people um, will associate your art with your personality. So I feel like especially with mm-hmm. you, Mitchell, like your your personality is so like positive and upbeat and like it's so just like endearing. And I think people really it really comes through on TikTok. And I feel like people associate your artwork with that. And because you make them happy, you know, it could go vice versa either way or both. You know, you make them happy. So they buy their your artwork because it reminds them of you or they see your artwork. It makes them happy. And they also see that you're positive and such a nice person that it, they both like are good things. And they and they they basically are your product. Essentially, your, your artwork is is sharing the feeling that you have towards art for other people. And because you feel so positively about it and you spend so much time doing it, you know, it's almost like, you know, they could care less whatever the artwork's about. But the fact that it was it was made by you with passion is what kind of brings the value to that piece of artwork. And, you know, TikTok really, really helps push that is is showing your passions for it and and what you're offering and people can connect with you and talk actually talk to you. And it's not just like some, you know, person just posted on Facebook Marketplace or something like that where there's like, you know, a piece of artwork for sale. But you really, people are more interested sometimes in the story rather than just the artwork, because the the story is also the artwork, and they're kind of inseparable. If that makes sense. Absolutely, man. You guys are so smart. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> well, well, shucks. That was, that was in the contract. I had to say that at least once, right? <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, I yep. see here, paragraph awesome. one, um, sub article okay, two. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Now you have to mention tuxpins.com. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah uh, to go off of what you're saying, Zach, yeah, I think TikTok is amazing. But I, I, I think there's also um, a few dangers of it, too, in, mm-hmm. in what we're talking about, in the, um, the willing, in like the passion has to be what drives you. Because I think there's so many times, not even necessarily where the views are low, but I'm going to admit it. I'm going to be a little more human right now. But, you know, if I see someone else succeeding, it can bum me down. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) And that's allowed. Okay. That's okay. You know, we're all human. We feel that. Mm -hmm. But I thought of this the other day, and it's really been um, changing. And I think that's why I'm talking so much about, like, it matters more about what you're passionate about than what you're seeing happen in front of you. Mm -hmm. Is And I'm telling myself this every day now, is instead of comparing myself to people, I should work on being inspired by them instead. And I think that's where TikTok can be amazing, but I think it is so easily, so easy to compare instead of be inspired by those around you. Right. Yeah, I agree with that and love that. I There is another TikTok account, I won't mention them, but they make very lovely pins and they're always posting videos of lots and lots of sales and and sometimes it can bog me down but seeing their designs gets me inspired and every time i do see their stuff i always leave a comment and i support them and i and i i can just I, not necessarily like dream of the day when i'm making so many but it's like oh i want to get to that point where it's so awesome yeah absolutely but it is like it is so easy to compare compare and compare especially in a world where you see so many other people in a day you know like the amount of media that we consume as individuals never mind as a business who is on social media as part of their business 
the amount of other people that you see and compare yourself to on the daily is insane. And I think it is so important to have a healthy mindset when you're going into something like TikTok, for example. Yeah, especially when we don't even know anybody's full stories. Like, to be honest, when I first saw your account and saw how many sales you were doing, I was like impressed and a little envious. I was like, holy cow, <laughs> this guy's making so many pointillism stuff. He's, yeah. he's jamming. But I was coming from the point like, oh, maybe maybe he just started TikTok like everybody else and this is kind of his thing. Maybe he's only been doing this for a while. And that's like was my initial impression. But now talking to you, I know you've been working super hard at this for like eight years. And so it's like, wow, like all these numbers, like it makes it like you deserve this. You've built this. You've you've worked on this. So we, sometimes we don't even know people's full stories. Uh, you, are, you are so sweet. But yes, <laughs> I don't think anyone will ever know anyone's full story. You know, like I made a TikTok being like, I quit my full time job, like my easy living lifestyle to pursue art full time. I did not mention that it took me eight years to get to that point yeah. of bravery. Yeah. And not only then, but when I did quit, I was scared out of my mind. Oh, you know? Yeah. yeah, when a lot of people make posts like that, it, it almost makes it seem like, oh, they did this yesterday. What, they're so crazy and quirky. Like, whoa, they just did this? That's crazy. Exactly, and, and that's the thing too, is right, is TikTok is showing people, you know, like you're able to uh, pursue your passion full time and just, you can make a living because look at A, B, and C, they're all doing it and they're all doing it so easily and so successfully, but behind the scenes, there's so much number crunching and stress and work and blood and sweat and tears that go, well, hopefully not blood, but sweat and tears <laughs> that, that go. I've stabbed myself with a handful of enamel pins, so there's been yeah, blood you know, in my business. <laughs> Painting polka dots is very dangerous, and <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's so much that goes into it, which is why I think it's so important to not compare and instead to work on being inspired by the people you run into and using them as resources and inspiration for where you want to go one day. Right. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, for me, um, one of my initial passions or like people that I saw that were passionate was like through YouTube because uh, I grew up like I, I feel like I mentioned this a lot but um, when I grew up I, I grew up like on the OG YouTube where it was like you know there was like Smosh and all sorts of other people like that that were very I mean to think of YouTube being even a career or, or viable option for anything was just kind of like not even there yet it was in it was insanity yeah it was just like <laughs> hey I'm gonna post crazy content and you're like oh that's funny like let's watch all these funny videos or whatever and it was like a different yeah. world but I grew up on that, and I always thought it was so cool because, you know, I started picking up a camera when I was, like, uh, I mean, probably earlier, but I was, like, probably, like, 14, 15 when I started using, like, my parents', like, old old school digital camera, and I just started making videos on my own, like, old channel that still exists, but uh, I was just messing around, and I loved the, the storytelling. I loved all of that, and as I kept growing up with watching YouTube, there were other people that would come on that would do different things, like, there were art musicians that were doing YouTube and making music videos. And I just was so inspired by like what they're able to do. Like, you know, I love video too. So like that was a part of it too. I loved anything creative. And I was just like, how do they do that? I want to learn how to do that. And so, you know, it soon became the point where like, you know, it could become a career. And so like, you know, it wasn't just a passion anymore, but also like, hey, because it's a career, like sort of a career, like you can be passionate 100% of the time. And I really like that. And so, um, yeah, uh, for me, I think that's what differs a lot of us artists and creative people apart from the corporate world is people just seem to want to make money all the time. And it is important to a certain extent, of course, you know, you need money to survive. But like they're not it seems like sometimes they're not as passionate as they as they could be like they don't feel like they're very happy 
they're in it for the money, but they, but their lives aren't very good. Like they have all the things, they have all the money that all the houses, all the cars in the world, but they're not happy. And so, you know, I, I've come to think terms and thinking about that a lot is like, you know, the end game of me, you know, like, oh, be nice to be financially secure and do all these things and have X, Y, and Z. But at the end, it's like, I'm not going to be happy though. Even if I have the highest paying job in the world, if it's not something that I love, I'm not going to be happy. And so I think, you know, our passion is this makes me happy and I'm trying to share the world that, hey, we don't have to sit in, let's, let's say, you know, maybe your, your dream does involve being in an office or something, but you know, you're, you don't, you're not stuck to a cubicle. You're like, Hey, there's more to life than just being in a cubicle. There's more viable options to careers and to living a fulfilling life that doesn't involve sitting in a chair for hours on end, let's say. So, um, you know, I think that's what really drives me is, is seeing seeing that difference growing up in passionate people online and now it's the point where you can i mean there's a lot more uh sat it's saturated um with people that are passionate but being able to see that that kind of uh transition from uh you have to get a safe job and and you know do xyz and to like hey you can kind of take some risks and you can kind of you can try doing what you want and trying to make it into something but it does take a lot of um, patience because like, you know, you've been doing this for like eight years or more. Right. And mm. that's kind of the hard part for me is, is the, the waiting game. You know, I've been doing this for a few, a little while too. Um, not as consistently as probably you have been, but um, I'm at the point now where I'm like, it's consistency or nothing. I'm like, I'm going to be doing some, a little bit of something every day to try to advance, um, you know, TikTok or YouTube or whatever and making art. Uh, it's kind of hard to do all of those at once, so I feel like sometimes I'm slacking on on getting more artwork out. But um, yeah, for me, I feel like that passion has really like started to come into the like sort of corporate world where it's not it's not like it used to be. Yeah, I think the world is definitely changing, and the world is evolving in the sense of what it looks like to be um, living a fulfilled life. Um, it, uh, every day i think it's constantly changing and shifting and evolving and yeah i think having a having your passion in mind when you prioritize is a game changer uh yeah if you're like if you don't take a second to focus on your mental well-being you're i i love what you said zach in your um, <laughs> uh, in your other podcast episode i believe it was your your new year's resolution one where you talked about if you take all of where like be with your bee farmer you don't take all of the honey out you have to leave some <laughs> i so thought that, that analogy was work. lame i'm glad it i'm glad no. it stuck with somebody <laughs> i took it and i ran with it oh awesome um, <laughs> and you know like you need to prioritize and like you're saying you need to but i think when passion comes into play in what you're thinking and in what you're prioritizing and in your thinking of what's the next logical step to take it's a it's a game changer and i think that's the big cultural shift um in growing up and in figuring out your career and your livelihood i think passion is that cultural shift that's coming into play more and more and it's so awesome that that now that we have platforms where it's just in everybody's face like like tiktok and to to other extents like instagram facebook youtube and everything is people that are passionate are going to put their voices out and people that are passionate are going to connect with other passionate people and and they're going to inspire the masses. Like, 
being here talking with you guys. Like, I get to spend a lot of time talking with Zach, and Zach's a really passionate person, and I'd like to consider myself a pretty passionate person. So it's pretty awesome having, like, conversations with him. But when we get three of us in here, it's like... It's a party. Yeah, it's a party, and and uh, it's just... It's great, and I love connecting with other other passionate artists and and all that. I love that we've kind of had a theme of passion for this episode. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing I'm passionate about. Yeah, passion. I think I think it's amazing too cuz I feel like I don't know, I feel like passionate people are sometimes more aware of opportunities. Like for for me and Lincoln, it's it's kind of honestly like a miracle that we met and we met like what just a few months ago really. Yeah, I stalked you on YouTube before I met you. <laughs> yeah, and so it was just because we had, you know, the same the same workplace. Um, and I was finishing up school before I came back to the office. Um, but you know, as soon as we met and we started like talking to each other, like it just all of a sudden like clicked and like, it was like, as if, you know, all this waiting and all this time that we had been trying to do stuff on our own, you know, and I know Tux is doing just fine right now (laughs) on his own as well. But, um, you know what I mean? Like it just seemed like finally something happened. And I feel like that's kind of the, the, the moment you kind of have to wait for is for something to click because you're going in the right direction but sometimes you're not going to find you know say you're walking through the desert you know you're going in the right direction towards like an oasis right but you just don't know when you're going to get there so you just have to hold out a little bit longer and because as soon as you get there you're like oh my gosh i was worried for a second for there i was doubting whether or not i was going the right direction maybe i got you know a little bit lost or i started straying one side or the other um but you know you eventually hit some sort of um point where it kind of renews your your passion and and makes you feel like you're going the right direction and you know for me i know it's not none none of the stuff that's been happening has been the end game but it's only been like the the very next few little steps you know because i we can only see so far ahead of ourselves and um for me for me and lincoln to meet and to start this podcast to do all the stuff we're doing it's it's been incredible and like literally i have like never been like more inspired to do stuff than ever because I, I started to feel more inspired after I graduated because I'm like, okay, now I have more time. I can do stuff, but it still is so hard. And as soon as I met other people, you know, especially like you, Mitchell, like people that are passionate, it's driven me to like want to do more and to try to aim for, you know, higher goals than maybe what I had before in a good way. And um, it's just been so eye opening because I, I, you know, I, I felt like I was it almost feels like sometimes you're the only one that's passionate or feel like you're the only type of personality or or have only kind of dreams or goals in your mind. But then when you meet someone else, like for me, Lincoln uh, was like, oh my gosh, like this guy's pretty much just like me, has the same goals, especially with like YouTube and stuff. And I'm like, this is awesome. And, you know, we can just geek out over this stuff. And we're um, super similar. I'm helping him. He's helping me with stuff that, you know, um, I know that he doesn't know, or he knows stuff that I don't know. And it's like this really magical trade-off of just creativity. And it's just, it's like it's just building up to something and it's amazing and so i love meeting other people and other artists that are passionate and talking to them in person because that's that's what inspires me and that's what gets me through um a lot of like the the dry spells that i get sometimes with trying to be creative or feeling like i'm demotivated yeah absolutely that's where it's at um like partnering up or having other people alongside you who are just as motivated or just as inspired um pushing you and encouraging you and even challenging you to take that next step or go a little bit further in your goals is it's a game changer. I feel like I've said that before already, but it's, it, it truly is. It, 
changes things and it takes it to the next level absolutely yeah and i didn't even meet anybody any other artists really like you know when you grow up like going to like school or whatever you know you're usually like the oh that's the art kid or whatever in the class and so like you know there might be a few other art art people um in in schools but it wasn't until i started going to school for college which is why i think for me it was important i mean obviously the debate for you know school versus self-taught is you know either way you can go but for me uh, school was definitely a better option for my personality uh, and just real like having the experiences to be exposed to other artists I mean like oh my gosh other people think like me what the heck this is weird and then you start to learn from each other and I think for me that was like just the start of like understanding that you know that kind of like um, uh, what do you call it like that kind of uh, companionship or like bouncing ideas off of each other is so important absolutely now what inspires you guys most there's a question zach um mitchell's gotta think (laughs) yeah like there's a lot of things what inspires me most Um, i can start smiles inspire me most (laughs) my goal in life is to spread love and joy and happiness yeah it's a good one i think for me um, because video is like a an important part of like what I love, um, which kind of reflects in like all the stuff that I'm trying to do with like I love making videos too alongside my art, so I'm trying to combine the two. And I think for me, like um, being able to like express feelings and like share that with other people is like so important. Because um, there's like lots of points where I'll be sitting watching like YouTube videos and like you know other creators that are just sharing a story or like doing some sort of like almost sort of like a feeling of like a documentary of like expressing how they feel and showing these visuals and like getting you in in their head and you feel like you're there. And um, that goes the same with art as well or stories. Um, And so for me, like that's, that's my passion because, and I I feel like I know what it is and, and this is kind of dorky, but I'll be watching those videos and just, especially people that are talking about like becoming content creators or doing something like that or being creative and feeling like they're following their passions. Like I just start crying when I watch those videos and like, it's just out of nowhere. And it just like attests to me that I'm like, this is what I want to do. And this is the direction I want to go for. So for me, connecting that emotion to like what you make and being able to share that with other people to, to, to feel like other people are inside your own head, I guess is, is the best way to put it. And it just, it feels like you, you bring them into your world. And I think that's what I'm most passionate about. That's amazing. Um, I would say for me, uh, I would say the biggest thing that inspires me is I feel like for most artists, it, like Zach and Tux, like you were both saying, is to create some sort of reaction through other people, either like joy and love and smiles or passion and and those kind of things. Like you were talking about, Zach, I'd say for me, it's it's like the wonder that art makes. When like I remember once when I was in an art gallery and my art was there, seeing someone walk up to a piece I made and they gasped, and I don't think I'll ever forget that. And that just it changed my world when someone saw something that I created with my bare hands and they were, wow. And it's just the the awe and the wonder that that art can create and talking to people about why I'm doing what I'm doing and what I'm creating and. And just seeing their their excitement and their curiosity in their eyes is 
it's amazing. It's beautiful and it and it's unique to everyone. Someone will see something that I had no idea was present in a painting I've made and I've actually started doing I don't know if we're good on are we good on time tech? Or Tux, how are we doing? Yeah, we're doing fine. We're doing fine. Okay. I started doing something last week, and I think it's really reminded me how much I love awe and wonder is a week ago, I started creating a painting a day that I am not allowed to show on the internet. Ooh. Ooh, I I really like that. I have challenged myself to create a piece of art a day, and it's not even in my style. I'm using gouache paint. I'm not doing anything pointillism related. So fun at all. But I'm challenging myself to do something new and to not show the internet, to keep it personal. And it's really, I think that's probably why I'm talking so much about passion is it's like taking me back to like my artist's core, to, to like my heart of hearts of why am I doing what I'm doing? And it's it's honestly, it's been a game changer. If anyone here is listening and is an artist, I challenge you at least once a week, a week create a piece of art and show nobody. I dare you. That's and, an incredible wow, challenge, and I'm taking it bold. on. Yeah, it's it's been a game changer, you guys. It is. It's been like showing me why I love what I do, and like it's like been like you know what, the views don't matter. Like there are days where I'm so stressed out about the views, and it's taken me straight back to, man, I do this because I love it, because it brings me so much happiness, and it does not matter what anyone else thinks because I'm not even letting them think anything about it they're not allowed to see it and just that like one simple challenge has really brought me back to like my inspiration of why i'm doing this so that's that's my answer i love that and i think that's like an awesome note to end on but before we go would you like to tell us where we can purchase your beautiful pointillism paintings or where we can see any pointillism paintings tell us your website your store shout out anything you want even if it's a friend's thing or anything you want to shout out do that now Perfect. Right when I mentioned, like, it doesn't matter what people think. I'm just going to go shout <laughs> out. Yeah, um, anyways, here's how you can see all my stuff and give me validation. Well, your passion <laughs> yeah. is to share it, right? So that's where you're sharing it. Um, yeah, you, everyone, you can find me everywhere at Atron Studios, A-T-R-O-N, TikTok, Instagram, the works, you know. Um, I also have an Etsy shop, which is where I sell most of my art. Uh, lately, I've been doing something new. I've been doing online virtual paint nights virtually around the world where I teach people how to go through a painting. Oh, yeah. So I haven't gone to one of those on, yet. Yeah, they're fun. Follow me on the socials if you're curious about that or send me a message or anything. Um, yeah, pretty much it. If you just follow me on H1 Studios, I talk a lot on there. So I'm sure you'll hear anything new and exciting coming up. But Tux, Zach, thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. You guys are the greatest. Thank you for yeah. being here. I think this was this was super awesome. And I, I'm i coming out of this feeling inspired. And I hope anybody that listens feels inspired as well. So Absolutely. we appreciate you. And uh, thanks so much. Zach, you want to send us out here? Yeah. Um, thank oh, you wait, so much. Wait, wait. wait oh, yes. Before you do that, Zach, I just I forgot to plug in one thing. It's oh, so go for it. And it is Tux Bodai's pin store. <laughs> <laughs> you Tuxpins.com! Tuxpins.com, everyone! That's my inspiration. That's the real truth. <laughs> also, I have a sticker shop, people. Um... <clears throat> <laughs> oh, I didn't read that part of the contract. Zach as well. He's... His stickers inspire me. I'm dead. Oh <laughs> my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Awesome.
Oh, Thank man. you guys so much for coming. This has been Mitchell from Atron Studios, Tux Bodai, and Zach Shirts. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a great one, and bye. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.